Coach, how you doing? Good, good, Lou. Christian, how you doing? Good, good. It's a nice W there in yeah. a short week. Get to enjoy a little bit, of, a little bit of time after that one. I'm sure it felt good. Yeah, well, it's always good to string a couple games together. And um, short week, it's, uh, it's it's challenging, but it was um, not our best, but it was good enough. And so we'll take it. Yeah, you guys got off to that uh, good start early on, right down the field, scored that touchdown. It's nice to have obviously Julian Edelman back in the mix. It looks like you guys came out throwing in mind. Yeah, well, it's always good to move the ball and score, and score points. So however that happens is uh, is good. And we were able to capitalize on a couple turnovers, turn those into points. Uh, you know, after we got the uh, John Jones interception and Sony scored in the next play. So good complimentary football. So so the backs, uh, James White and uh, Sony, are, are doing a great job. Um, now, I said this uh, on Friday. These guys laughed at me, okay? I know you won't do that to me, right? Because uh, Lombardi agreed with me also. No, he when didn't. I, yes, he did. No, he didn't. Somewhat. When I look at James White, like just as far as the way he runs, his patience, you know, waiting on blocks, running the screen, his ability to catch the ball and adjust his routes, he reminded me a little bit of Marshall Falk, okay? I'm not saying that he's going to go into the Hall of Fame, but there was some similar qualities that I saw in him with Marshall Falk. Now, I'm just asking you, like, do you see any of that at all in him? At all? <laughs> well, James is a, is a very versatile player, yeah. no doubt about that. So he can run, catch, pass, protect, play out of the backfield, play in the backfield. So he, he has a lot of skill. Is there any – I mean, could he – is he the type – I know you guys, it's more of a situational thing for him. Uh, so I'm going to take that as a yes. He does remind you of Marshall Falk. Except for 1,300 <laughs> yards yes, rushing okay. every year. But. Well, I mean, yeah, because I know Marshall ran a lot between the tackles – and yeah, you only have two backs right now in your roster. I don't know if there's another guy. Is, do you guys, do you get nervous at all about only having two guys back there? You know, just in case one of those guys get hurt. Now, can James White be a you know every down guy, first and third? Um. Well, when as you know, Christian, you get into a game, you got to do what you got to do to win, and that's you know what we were situation we we're in last week. So uh, we had two backs. They both did a good job for us. Um, I think if you lose two players at any position, if any team loses two players at any position in the NFL, they're probably in trouble. So, um, you know, you'd, you'd like to have as much depth as you can. Uh, if you have it one place, you just don't have it somewhere else. So um, if we were to have it at one position, we'd just be giving it up somewhere else. So you just have to figure out where your, where your best spot is. That's what we felt like it was for Indianapolis. Whether that'll be the case going forward, uh, I don't know. Probably not, but we'll see. Yeah, you know, we actually wasn't surprised because, you know, I think a couple years back, I think you only had one quarterback, I think Brissett, I think in that one game when Jimmy got hurt. So it's just sometimes it just seems like you, you're not really concerned, you know, about depth in a single game because you just believe in the game plan. Uh, well, uh, I think you're concerned about it, but you just, again, you pick your spots where you can have depth and where you can have it, you have it, and where you can't have it, then you have to figure out another way to work around it if it were to come up. I know going into that game with Julian Edwin coming back, some people talking about you know how much how much would they ever use this guy? But did the factor in the fact that he was actually at camp and it wasn't like he was just working out at home for all that time, but he had a camp underneath him and he was ready to go because it seemed like he played a lot. Well, being in camp definitely helped. Yeah. Him. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, no question. Same thing when uh, you know we've had other players, Rob, Tom, guys like that, come back from a similar situation where they're in camp um, and then miss the games, uh, that's different than missing all of camp, certainly. And I know last week I think we were talking about how much you'd get him in, and um, he just looked like he's been there for forever. Looked like the old school Julian Edelman. Did you, what did you see from him? I think there were some good things. There's there's some things that uh, we all need to work on. Again, it was a Thursday night game. Mm-hmm. There were uh, 
a lot of things that, that could be a little bit sharper and need to be a little bit sharper. We'll need to, to play our best football this week against Kansas City, so hopefully we can get to that point. So Brady goes <laughs> for his fifth, what, his 500th <clears throat> touchdown pass. I mean, did you ever think when you drafted this guy as late as you did that this is what you'd be looking at, 500 career touchdown passes? Yeah, well, of course not. If we thought that, <laughs> we'd have taken him in the first round. Yeah. Um, so, well, we didn't have a first-round pick, but we would have taken him in the second round. So, yeah, I don't think he'd take a, a player in the sixth round and think he's going to be a Hall of Fame player. You just don't – nobody pictures that. Um, but Tom's had a great career, and um, he's done with a lot of different people and against uh, – lot of different types of defenses and different competition and so forth so um yeah it was uh, that play just wrapped it all up 71 71 different receivers and 500 touchdown passes i mean and that to me i think kind of like boggles my mind more than anything it's just a, a testament to him when you think about how long he's played and how many different sets of receivers he's seen and yet he still just kind of just just kind of gets it done and one group comes in those guys adjust and they to their new environment and their and the new plays and they leave and then another guy it's just I think it's remarkable that he's able to continually do that for such a long period of time it's definitely remarkable yeah it's, it's tremendous so what is then I look at Josh Gordon I go okay here's a guy that's really athletic he can pretty much you know run all the you know slants and obviously a great touchdown pass a catch like he had but there's also still some adjustments that he's going to have to learn, I guess, uh, you know, moving forward. So what's harder, learning the playbook just as far as what route to run or learning to adjust to what Tom wants them to do as a receiver in this offense? Yeah, well, they, they both have to be done. Sooner or later, they're going to all come up. So um, just work on them the best you can. Because people always ask me about this offense and how it's so challenging. And I didn't think it was challenging as far as – just the route, the route tree is the route tree, but learning how to adjust those routes, like James White's touchdown uh, in the in uh, in the Thursday night's game, he really did a good job of throttling down, and and Brady saw the same thing and he caught that, and that's something that comes with a lot of experience working with Brady. Uh, right, but I think it it also comes down to that specific play against that particular coverage or that game plan. Uh, so a lot of that is is. Uh, formulated week to week on the practice field and um, if it comes up the same in the game hopefully you can execute it well if it's different then that's when players have to make adjustments that uh, maybe haven't been practiced or in some cases haven't even been talked about so um, but Tom did a good job looking off the coverage on James touchdown pass and it was pretty much the way that we drew it up I would say so the Kansas City Chiefs come in here Sunday night um and, and obviously, Pat Mahomes, the young quarterback, he's shown he can play on the road. He went up against that Jacksonville defense last night, uh, yesterday rather. What, what have you seen from Pat Mahomes? Because he's sort of taken this league by storm at this point. I think the same things you saw last year in preseason. He's very athletic. He's got a great arm. Could throw the ball a long way and uh, can zip it into some tight spots. So he uses all of his receivers. Does a very good job of getting the ball moved around and um, – manages the team and game situations well and he's athletic to extend plays is that challenging it's obviously last year opening game um all the all the action they have pre-snap all the motion everywhere is that how important is the communication or discipline and not sort of um getting lost in all the pre-snap action they show yeah well andy's always done a good job of that mm -hmm. that's always a hard thing when you play against him he gives you formations and looks that challenge your defense and um and you have to be able to handle them so what they are and what they were uh, might be two different things. You know, you might be working on something that you're not going to see. 
well, he's cooking up something new. So we'll we'll definitely be challenged though on, on Sunday night. So yeah, so that 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 offense that they're running now looks nothing like the old West Coast offense that he came from. I mean, it is morphed into this, like Lou was talking about, lots of motions. They get the, they can really stress out a defense. So when you have a quarterback like Mahomes, who doesn't look like he has any fear whatsoever, like the plays breaks down, he's still running around, and he's going to find somebody to throw the football to. As far as coaching points for the defense, like what's the most important thing for those guys to recognize when a play breaks down like that? Um. Well, I think the most important thing for the defense is just to play the defense and be disciplined. So whatever your responsibility is to to hold it and do it and count on the other 10 guys to do theirs. Um, one guy can't stop this offense. One guy can't stop the quarterback. It has to be team concept, and everybody has to do a good job in their responsibility. Does this offense remind you at all of the Rams' the greatest show on turf? A lot of people are comparing it to that. Yeah. Well, it's, it's definitely West Coast-based. I mean – um, and I would say there are a lot of RPOs in this offense, which aren't West Coast plays. But if you take those out of it, it's still a lot of West Coast offense. You know, Coach, I, I wanted to ask you, because I know you've obviously in the postseason, you've had a ton of success and you've been around players that had a ton of success playing. And maybe how what have you seen the biggest thing for guys that can handle the postseason and guys that can't handle the postseason? I'm just talking mentally. What is the difference from maybe looking at a guy and say, "Yeah, he just can't figure it out." Does the game just speed up on these guys? They can't slow it down. Oh uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, right now we're so far from that; it's not even worth talking about. So, just see if we can put together a good game plan, comp- practice well, and go out and compete against Kansas City. Yeah, I was just referring on me obviously to what's going on at the Red Sox. Like I like Price, <laughs> who's been so good in the regular season and struggles in the postseason. I'm just curious. I know it's a different sport. Because you can't come out with all this emotion. You've got to control it. But just seeing mentally if there was something else that you could. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, Lou. That's probably probably one for the baseball experts. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever been part of the um, NFL Rules Committee, like the coaches that are part of the, the Rules Committee? Like they, I've never been on the competition no, committee. You've never been, no, the competition committee, yeah. Would you accept the invite? Uh, well, I've never been on it. Because so. the one thing that, I, that I was, I've been telling these guys about – is, all right, so Brady throws two interceptions, but they're really not his fault, right? So Hogan kind of misses one. It goes, it gets tipped, and it's an interception. Gronk has one. Looks like it's a phone, but I think they ruled it an interception. Would you be open to allowing that to be that receiver to be held accountable for that drop or that interception, almost like a plus-minus situation, like with hockey? So instead of the quarterback getting the, being credited the interception, the the receiver gets credit it for the drop or the interception because it feels like it's yeah. like the- i mean it's it's a chicken or the egg type question um i mean i understand what you're saying it's no different than uh, the team that you know runs the ball the way down the field and then the quarterback throws a one-yard touchdown pass to a wide open receiver off play action and there's this quarterback rating mm-hmm. you know so um yeah i don't know i i, I would imagine in the end it, it evens out somehow uh i mean my team drops them, your team drops them, Lou's team drops them or catches them or whatever it is. Um, you know, it's no different than the passing yards that teams are getting now. So, uh, Miami got it. Kansas City certainly gets it. Yardage is yardage, but it's passing yardage. The ball's being thrown less than a foot. Um, and it looks like it's a, you know, a 30-yard p- completion. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, stats are stats. And I know that the uh, league reviews some of those situations. So they, 
Uh, we've heard from them uh, through the years from time to time. This play that was called a fumble, it's an interception. And this play that was called a, uh, these two guys got half a sack. We're going to give the whole sack to so-and-so and things like that. So there are some, I would say, um, corrections or adjustments that are made to stats uh, after the game um, that uh, I've been a part of from time – or uh, I've been aware of. I'm not saying I, I mean, I don't spend any time on it. I don't get in any discussions with them, but they call and say we've changed this or changed that. So it just appears differently in the stat sheet. So, uh, so with that, I mean, I know you don't like turnovers. Nobody likes turnovers. You want to win that turnover battle. But are all, they all created equal? I mean, you, you don't want to turn the ball over, but you look at it and say a couple tip balls here and there. That's it. Sort of, that is what it is, kind of fluky. Well, no, t- turnovers are – I mean, we have to prevent those. That's our job to take care of the ball and have it at the end of the play when they kick it to us or, or when we're in possession of it. So we do everything we can to try to minimize those. And those are the guys that handle the ball, but also uh, guys that can also be part of um, turnovers, strip sacks, things like that. So, um, yeah, that's something that we're all very aware of, very conscious of, and it and it's couldn't be – I don't know how it could be more emphasized than what it is um, because of the importance of it. Um, have they changed – any, well, I guess Kareem Hunt isn't going to surprise anybody this year based on the first game time you guys played, and that was his first time playing in an NFL game. Have they changed at all based on the film that you've watched as far as uh, uh, this year compared to last year? Other than the quarterback, obviously. Uh, the quarterback, that's uh, yeah, that's a change. Um, I mean, defensively, there are, there are a lot of changes. Um, offensively, I mean, they've changed a lot because of the number of RPOs they run. I mean, they run, I don't know, probably 10 RPOs a game. I don't mean more than that, but they run a lot. So that's that's a new part of the offense that um, I know we played them opening day, and then we uh, got ready for them at the end of the season last year as a potential playoff opponent, but it didn't end up going that way. Uh, but they didn't have the RPO system like they have it now. So that's a I'd say that's a pretty significant change in their offensive system. They have a number of different ways to do it, uh, but it's still – a, a post-snap decision that the quarterback makes. Is um, Mahomes, is he, is he one of those quarterbacks where he scrambles like to run, or is he one of those that scrambles to look look to throw down the field? Yeah, he'll do both. Yeah, he'll do both. Certainly if he can gain the yardage, he'll he'll run it. Uh, if not, he'll extend the play by time and, and throw it. He's, he's made big plays off both. Uh, as far as your years in the league, you've seen a lot of great tight ends. I remember whenever Tony Gonzalez was on the list, it was double Tony Gonzalez to death. No doubt, yeah. You, would you feel like you have to take that approach with Travis Kelsey, or is it you can't devote too many people to one guy? Yeah, well, he's a tough matchup. Um, really, nobody's covered him very well in single coverage. The problem is you get too many other guys to deal with. So uh, the quarterback, the running back, <coughs> excuse me, and then, and then the receivers, um, obviously Hill is a problem. So it's – kind of where where do you want to where do you want to push it um you know double kelsey single hill double hill du- single kelsey uh double both of them don't stop the running game with hunt and Mahomes. i mean there's you know there's a lot, there's a lot of problems <laughs> you know you got conley you got thomas you got watkins. uh yeah watkins i mean it just the list keeps going on and on and on so you can't double them all um so you gotta either pick your spots or you know, a lot of guys got to win individual matchups. 
All right, Coach. Well, listen, appreciate it. Well, uh, well, hold on. Good hold luck. on. What do you got? I, 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 oh. I, I, come on. I got oh, my drive of the week. Here. I got drive of the week. Uh, we're going to wrap things up, Blue. All right, go ahead. <laughs> Fans, drive of the week. I know the game was last Thursday. So, Coach, what do you think the drive of the week was? Uh, whichever one you want it to be, Chris. <laughs> no, I'm no, I'm not doing your homework for you anymore. <laughs> I would say I would. I'm going to give you a oh, hint. But I'm gonna. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, I, the I, first drive was pretty good. Yeah, I, I would say the the drive uh, was only a one play drive, but it came off the turnover mm-hmm. uh, when uh, Jason McCourty knocked the ball out. John came up with it, uh, ran it back to about the 30 yard line, and then uh, ran the ball off tackle. Sony broke it outside, went in for a touchdown. Uh, it was a one play drive, but it took advantage of the turnover and and uh, was a big momentum swing at that point uh in the game so uh, i'll go with that one if, okay if it's it's right. i like that one right. I, it was, wasn't my choice but you know our <laughs> drive of the week was you just you maybe so sean McVay is you know is uh, obviously the head coach at rams and he has this uncanny ability to remember every single play basically they, they'll test yeah. him uh, i feel like you have that that same ability now um i feel like i want to i want to test you at some point this year just want to make sure you're okay with that I'm going to bring up – I won't go too far oh. back into the old days. I remember a lot of the bad ones, I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Me too. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll think about it. It may be easy on you. All right. Our co- All right. Conversation with the coach brought to you by Putnam Investments. Putnam Investments, New England Patriots. Uh, proud partners committed to an active game plan on the field and off. All right, coach. Good luck Sunday night. It should be fun. All right. Thanks, Lou. Appreciate All it, Christian. Right. Thank you. All right. It's Coach Bill Belichick. Uh, we'll get right back to it. Uh, Ordway, Maloney, and Fourier. No Ordway. We'll take your calls right after this.